Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Stories from Bittersweet Farm. We are experiencing a spring snow today. and It's been snowing since early morning, and it's continuing to snow. Now I'm recording this at 3.06 p.m. in the afternoon on Friday, April 17th. And uh, we have a serious spring snow going on. Uh, and uh, it's supposed to melt off. Hopefully it does before I need to get up on the roof of my study again Sunday and preach because of the virus scare. We've had to have our meetings as drive-in, as a drive-in church assembly. And uh, Jay Johnson, a member of our church, is a sign company, and he uses the boom truck to lift me up <laughs> on the roof to preach. So I'm preaching from the roof and I'm hoping all the snow melts away. The sun comes out. It's nice and warm uh, for Sunday uh, when I preach on the roof. Here's a couple of things I'll tell you before I tell you today's story. Um, What I'm doing now, I I was listening to a lecture today by Fred Craddock uh, and Fred Craddock was uh, lecturing pastors, but what he said was helpful to anybody. And he was saying how to be productive and how to have a habit of productivity. Uh, and so that when you get in these habits, and he said his habit of writing is to write a page a day. He said, I just write a page every single day and I never miss a day. It's a habit. He does it in the evening. Sounds like he was a bit of a, of a night owl in terms of his work habits. But he said he would write every night and he would write one page per day. And that way, even if you throw away a hundred pages, you've written a book a year. He writes a page a day. And then later on, he said he reads, or he used to have the habit of reading in the evening, 20 minutes every evening. You can read through large tomes in a surprisingly short amount of time. If you dedicate 20 minutes a day to reading. And he said in his retirement, now he he's moved that to 30 minutes a day. So he writes a page a day and then he reads for 30 minutes a day. It's amazing if you establish habits like that, how much you can accomplish. I watched a video once, a fascinating video. I think it's called 23 and one half hours. And this was on YouTube. And it was a physician telling all the amazing physical benefits of walking having a habit of walking just 30 minutes a day. And I listened to that and devoted myself to walking a minimum of 30 minutes a day. He was talking there about habits. Which brings me to my story for the day. It's a bit of a story. It's an interesting little story. I was listening to a lecture that Fred Craddock had done, a message that he'd given uh, to pastors. And um, here's what he said. He said, a pastor, when he calls on a shut-in in a convalescent home or in a rest home, should always call ahead a few days ahead of time and should make an appointment. And he said when he would, when he's a pastor, he would always call ahead and he would make an appointment. And you would think, why make an appointment with people who you know are going to be there and they just appreciate anybody stopping in and they're always going to be available? He said, because it shows human dignity. And it gives them something to look forward to. It creates anticipation. And they can tell their friends, the pastor's coming to see me at one o'clock on Thursday. I thought, what a fascinating old pastor tip. Not too long ago, my uncle Bill went to be with the Lord. And I 
volunteered to drive my dad to the funeral in Central Ohio. It was a delightful uh, day together, and we just had a wonderful time talking about Uncle Bill and remembering him and talking about the things of the Lord and ministry and the thing and the family. And uh, during the lengthy trip, uh, my dad blessed me by saying, I wish this was a five-hour trip instead of a three-hour trip. He was enjoying the conversation, and I was enjoying the conversation. And during the trip, he gave me, uh, he just happened to tell me a tip for pastors. And it was a fascinating one. It was a, like the Fred Craddock tip. Uh, when you call on someone in a rest home, call ahead and make an appointment. And and I said, Dad, tell me 49 more of those, and we have ourselves a book. And so this is what we're planning. Um, during this time when we're all kind of closed in and we're, we're, we're quarantined, I have, uh, I have goals of things that I want to accomplish that I can really only accomplish when I'm when I'm uh, in a quarantine like this, if I had my other meetings I had to go to or things I had to do, I wouldn't be able to make this kind of progress or stay with these projects. So then I also have projects that I'm, that I'm eager to do as soon as the quarantine lifts. And one of those projects is going to be, we are going to do, my dad and I are going to work together on doing a podcast of old pastor tips. And that's not what we'll call it. We'll have a much better title for that. But we'll be doing a podcast, or maybe I will even uh, just include my conversations with my dad on this podcast. And we'll have that to look forward to. So anyway, stay tuned for that. Um, old pastor tips, which will be interesting for anybody, but especially useful to young pastors. And I'm so excited about those that I want to tell you some of them right now, but I'm not going to do that. But I would say this, and that is um, be thinking about some habits that you might form now while you're in the quarantine that would make you productive and you'd be able to get some things done and that would carry over into afterward and then be thinking about what am I going to do when I'm no longer in quarantine? Anyway, those are some, that's what's up out on Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on.